0: Good afternoon, and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and today our guest is Shane Riffle, the CEO at the Brainerd Family YMCA. Shane, welcome back to Community Focus.
1: Thank you for having me. This is always a pleasure to be here, and it brightens my days. So, thank you for what you both do, because I know a lot of listeners—they they tune in, me included—and you just you make you make the day go better.
0: Aww. Oh, well, Thanks, thank you, Shane. Oh, you thank are. you. It's so nice. Yeah. All right, well, what are we talking about this time around, Shane? What are we going to focus on with the why? Yeah, you
1: know, I've worked for the Y for over 32 years now. Wow. wow. And it's amazing that people know us as the why, but they don't fully understand who we are as an organization, why we exist, and what our purpose is. We're a, a nonprofit, and that means that we're here to serve some kind of deeper community need, yeah. and so I'd just like to share just a few moments where we originated because we are um, the YMCA, right? but we originated organizationally back in 1844, Wow! so we've been around for a really long time, and not even in, in the States, but in London, England, and there was a need that was seen by uh, George Williams, who recognized that kids out in the community With their idle time, weren't being productive. They were um, doing things that were dangerous to themselves, dangerous to others. Mm -hmm. And if you look back at that time, it's the industrial revolution, and there are kids in sweatshops. There are kids, you know, without stealing, um, robbing. So he decided that he was going to do something good for the community by gathering these young men into a a Christian association. Really. Um, relating scripture to their lives. So that's how they filled their idle time and give them something productive to do. So uh, a sea captain, Thomas Sullivan, recognized the importance of this and brought the first Y to America in Boston, and it spread across from there. The YMCA in Brainerd was established in about 1887 because there was a need here with the railroad. Wow. And it was the same thing. The workers, after work, were gambling fighting you know they weren't doing things that were healthy and the next day as they showed up for work they Mm. they weren't ready so the northern pacific railroad reached out to the y and there was this phenomenon known as the railroad ymca as they were popping up as the railroad expanded these establishments that give the workers something healthy and wholesome to do so that's how we came to Brainerd. wow that's kind of cool
0: to know that Yeah. yeah
1: but you know, as any organization evolves, you need to to be there to meet the critical community needs. So organization-wise have been there to address housing. Looking back as cities grew and agricultural workers came in from the farms, there was a need for them and places to stay. So big cities like Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, they created these big housing complex. In fact, the village people wrote about it in in their famous song, It's Fun to Stay at the YMCA. It recognizes that the YMCA was there for housing. But then you think about as our economies changed, Um, the Y has always stepped up, pivoted, and and leaned into these needs. For instance, when women entered the workforce in the 70s and 80s, there was a need for safe and affordable childcare. Today, the YMCA is the largest provider of childcare in the country. Recognizing that children and adults were drowning needlessly, the YMCA entered swim lessons. They developed group swim lessons under the belief that no one should ever drown because Mm -hmm. they don't know how to swim uh oh. move forward you know today we're addressing chronic disease type issues, yes, whether it's diabetes, cancer survivorship parkinson's it's not just about that fitness aspect and that upstream approach of of helping people maintain and stay in good health, but as people um are in, in, at risk of chronic disease, or if they do have a chronic disease, we've partnered with the uh, Centers for Disease Control, the National Institute of Health, and developed programs that are there for these types of people and these types of populations. In fact, I would say that our target market at the YMCA is what we call a health seeker. And that's someone who has start, stopped, tried, and <laughs> failed time and time again to make changes in their lives that lead them to good health. So we have a very different philosophy. Um, It's more of a coach approach where we're standing there beside you, we're there with you on the journey to help people improve their health. And in fact, the YMCA coined the term spirit, mind, and body. A gentleman named Luther Gulick recognized that in in order to truly be well, you need those three components to act in concurrence Mm -hmm. to live a healthy life. Yeah. So we've used a lot of different tools in order to achieve that. Um, you know exercise programs um, you know in fact quick story I invented basketball James May- Naismith was challenged by Luther Gulick and he said you have about a month to come up with a game that's safe it's non-contact to engage, he called them encourageable youth. He recognized that teenagers weren't as engaged as they wanted them to be within the programming. So he said, you've got to come up with a game or an activity to get these kids involved and engaged in something healthy. And then he developed the two ladders and the peach baskets. And where would we be today, you know, basketball, so many kids, that's how they get their physical activity. It's how they have positive adult role models in their lives. We know the benefits of sports. The why did that.
0: And yeah. look, it can stick around till you're old, like Ken.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of all ages, Ken.
1: <laughs> so when you get to the Y and you're playing basketball, you yeah. know that this is, you're, you're there at the roots. The why invented yep. that. So yes. I always so like to neat. remind folks that, you know, as the communities change and the needs change, the why is always going to be there for you. We like to say, why the why? And these are the reasons, W H Y. Mm hmm.
0: And uh, this day and age, still meeting those needs and fulfilling the mission statement, if you will, of offering a place for a place, uh, you know, a place to gather, a place to uh, exercise, if that's what you Have want to fun. do, swim lessons, yeah. just the camaraderie that comes with so many of the classes, and yeah. of all ages, from the childcare to. Uh, Old folks, like Ken. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say silver sneakers, but thanks <laughs> yes. for jumping in, no, yeah, okay. As we look
1: forward at what we're going to be doing in the future, and we've talked several times about our capital development plans, but yes. it all – it's space – And we have this concept of moving away from just a single campus, a single type location to something that has reached throughout the county, throughout our service area, so that we can meet people where they are and use the place, use the equipment as tools to be there and support people's healthy lives. Cool.
0: Shane, over the last uh, half a year, we've been talking about some pretty grandiose plans for both childcare and your actual operating facility. So bring us up to speed. Where are we now on those two things?
1: Yeah, gosh, to do this well, it takes time and Mm. planning and the people involved. It just amazes me every day, the talented people we have working with us. But uh, I'll start with childcare. Last April, uh, not this April, but back in 2022, we mm-hmm. purchased um, 703 Oak Street property, and we've been raising money to turn that into a fully licensed child care center. Recently, we've uh, developed contracts with Norsan and Widseth, and we're having meetings now. We're going through all of the concept and pre-design work to... Design the space that's going to meet the licensing needs, so we've raised about ninety per five percent or so of of the money Great. and now we're actually into the planning and design phase of this, and this is where it really gets fun mm-hmm. uh, so alongside that, we need teachers and we just received a grant through first children's finance that we're going to build a, a marketing campaign so what we need is people to be aware that the profession of teaching is something that is needed and that it just does so much good in the community it fills your soul it fills your bucket to to work with the kids mm-hmm. and develop the future leaders of our community and then it also supports the workforce so we have a good partnership with Central Lakes College and they have an accelerated fully scholarship program so we want people to be fully aware of the the pathway to becoming a teacher and then you know hopefully that they'll consider afterwards that they would want to work at the ymca or there's just so many other licensed uh daycare centers Mm -hmm. teeny bubbles annies um you know plus the home child care providers so if you're looking to get educated and move into that field we believe clc is a good in fact, it's a great local option, yeah. and it's fully scholarshiped if you want to make a change in career or you're just coming out of high school looking for something to start your life doing. Yeah. It's fantastic.
0: And as we talk about the new facility, the main thing there is you'll be able to serve many more families, right? I mean, you're doing child care now, but this will uh, significantly increase the number of families you can help? It will
1: exponentially compound the <laughs> number of <laughs> families that we can help. It's, we're talking intergenerational space. We're talking uh, areas that are usable to help address the um, achievement gap, to help with more fitness and wellness programs, teaching kitchens, STEM, STEAM rooms. Mm-hmm. So it's really going to have adaptable space that helps us today, but also looking to the future that can be changed mm-hmm. because we don't know what tomorrow or the the years after are going to bring. Yeah. So yeah. we need a building that's going to be durable, adaptable and provides the program space that allows us to serve the community. Mm-hmm. We've been working with community leaders, we've been listening. In fact, we just wrapped up about 30 feasibility interviews and our goal with that is to really get a good gauge on what type of support we feel the community will provide for the project not just the main facility in the childcare but also our camp renovations over at uh, Camp Fnastic also uh, doing some work at Gull Lake Sailing School oh, yeah. and then the Central Lakes College Sports Complex so it's really about four different components to expanding our footprint throughout the region so that we can have broader engagement and deeper engagement. That's awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. And that progress continues, right?
1: It continues. This is going to be about a five to seven-year project. Um, it's going to be phased. And like I said, we're out of the gates on the Child Care Center, and we're moving right along with that main YMCA campus facility.
0: Awesome. All right, uh, bring us up to speed. As you talked about earlier, swim lessons, a big part of what you do. Tis the season, isn't it?
1: Ooh, we're America's swim instructor, yeah, and people are getting out into the lakes, into their pools, and swimming is just a skill that we believe every kid should, should learn. Maybe not just swimming, but water safety, how to be safe in mm-hmm. and around water. Yes. And we obviously do that very well. One thing that's going to allow us to scale that to a broader extent, um, and they just approved it at the school board meeting on Monday, We are working on a management agreement to open up the brand new high school swimming pool to the community. The YMCA is going to manage it and operate it, but people are going to be able to come in and lap swim. It's going to give us more space for swim lessons water fitness. So that beautiful new facility that was developed and and built is now going to be able to be utilized by the entire community through the YMCA. And we're really proud to partner with the school district. They've been fantastic. We know that there's a need and and they want to step up and find a a good partner. And that's that's the YMCA. Yeah.
0: Perfect. And, And you're a good partner with the cities of Brainerd and Baxter helping to schedule the youth sports this summer. And that's going on, isn't it?
1: Yeah, youth sports is up and not running yet, but <laughs> enrollment <laughs> enrollment is going and spots are filling fast. But yeah, we work, uh, we have space out in Baxter where we do youth soccer. Uh, at the city of Brainerd, we have the partnership with Brainerd Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. And we do space or T-ball, flag football, soccer. And this year we're adding fla- family pickleball, Three on three basketball out at Memorial Park. Wow. And Reese even is now thinking about putting out uh, volleyball um, and some other type programs. He's always innovating something. So yeah. if you have questions about youth sports, go online. He, a flyer is going to be coming out through the schools soon with some of the new programs, or just give Reese a call or stop by the Y and find out what's going on. Awesome. That's really yeah. cool. Man, oh man
0: all right and we are getting closer to summer people are thinking of joining the Y or they're new to the area they can do that any old time right
1: join any time yeah we're always there to give a tour um, show you around the Y and explain what differentiates us uh, why why we feel that we're there to really lift people up we have financial assistance so if there's a a financial need and you feel that that's a barrier just stop in and talk to Jenny and we can make something work Um, so that's that's our promise we never turn anyone away because of inability to pay so our financial assistance program helps us do that
0: fantastic yeah and so many programs going on i mean uh, inside and outside the door is that the why
1: yeah camp will be starting up soon also increasing our program capacity out at Gull lake sailing school so we're doing mm-hmm. full day sailing camps also uh some other activities and we're thinking about not thinking about it's going to happen but we're going to be adding wellness programs out at go lake sailing center really yeah we're thinking uh spinning yoga some fitness classes uh even looking at maybe acupuncture massage therapy so we'd like to make that a really state-of-the-art type wellness activity center for us that would be cool That would be very cool and the view and the view
0: exactly yeah doesn't That's get good. any better. Namaste right of this. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Shane, we appreciate you coming by to talk about all these exciting things happening at the Y, and we encourage people to stop by and find out more about your Brainerd Family YMCA. Shane, thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks, Shane. Shane Riffle is the CEO of the Brainerd Family YMCA. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs are available to listen to anytime on our website. Just go to 1067-WJJY.com. Nor you can listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.